1: Good afternoon, everybody. It is a football Friday here on the Steve Jones Show. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors Studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street at Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Kia Hyundai. Best selection of new and pre owned inventory and a sales staff that is there for you and not just there for the sale and many awesome technicians ready to serve you in the service department with the diagnostics the inspections all of the routine maintenance and smc is looking for many more technicians to work in their quick lane car light truck service heavy truck service body frame and alignment and towing departments. so whether you're an experienced technician an entry-level technician looking for your first job or you're just looking for a career change, they'd love to hear from you. Stop by in person, apply online at sunburymotors.com or you can call Todd at 286-7746. And that's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 Humbles online at sunberrymotors.com, And of course, every Friday show. Brought to you by Brewers Athlete, Reagan Street, in Sunbury, mm. the beverage supermarket.
0: Stock up now. Yeah. Don't mess around. They
1: got nothing else to do Just this weekend. It's going to rain. I not raining. rain always. Oh, no, sorry. sorry. Just the rest of tonight. Sorry.
0: It's, well, it's starting to stop here now. That's good. No, no, no. Here, we're going to go through about three or four hours here, no rain. Then it's going to rain again. And then about four in the morning, it's supposed to stop. We, to be honest with you it's not that um, it's been it is it has rained here it's been steady but it hasn't poured here no it's just been raining the whole time since early this morning but it has not there's no wind with this right which is which is a big part. Uh, it hasn't been a driving rain. It's been a steady rain. I mean, I, I had to go downtown, uh, oh, I don't know, three hours ago. And when I went down there, you know, I had to park the car, and it was a parking deck. I tried to get into the lower level, which, of course, means it's covered, and all the spaces were taken. So I had to go to the 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 upper level of it, which, of course, is exposed to the elements, and, you know, you have to put in all the information, your license plate number, how many hours you want to park, then you pay for it, and so forth, all right, well, you know, the computer wasn't exactly the fastest on the planet, which is fine, but, I mean, I'm doing what I got to do, and it's raining the entire time, and admittedly, when I guy got inside, I mean, I was soaked, Not because it was dry. It was not a driving rain, but it was still raining the whole time. And I also had to wait for the guy in front of me, too. That was the other part. That's why it took longer. I had to wait for the guy in front of me uh, to do that, to do his first, then me. That's why. So I was standing there, like going, man, pretty wet here. But it's not a driving rain. And when I walked in now, it's barely raining here now. I mean, barely. It's been kind of like that here too, steady, maybe
1: heavy at times, but it hasn't been anything like drastic, which is good. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know, and there's and there's been no wind with this. I mean, there, that's the other part too. In fact, my when I drove up here, my neighbor is out raking leaves right now. Like, really? <laughs> All power to him. Right. Well, but again, it's not it's not raining here right now.
1: But this is all good for the game, though tomorrow. So, yeah, less rain the better, as far as the parking lots are concerned.
0: Well, what? Yeah, what's happened is this: is that a lot of rain because you know again, there's a swirl to this being what is now a tropical depression, and what's happened is that the swirl has set up to the west of us, and that's what's happened. And that's why right now it's not raining here. And there might be a little bit that clips us overnight. But like I said, I mean, it is, you know, as of right now, I'd say it is on the verge of stopping here right now. And it's not going to be raining here a good chunk of the afternoon, which is good. That's great. How about hoops last night?
1: Oh, and and men's ice hockey too. Big night. Well,
0: let's start with men's ice hockey because that is now three number one teams. That's three. They've played three games against a team ranked number one so far. Right? They are two and one, and the one is in overtime that they lost. Really? I'm impressed. Uh, they played great again last night. And they're going to go for the sweep tonight at Mariucci. Pretty good, huh? That is some deal. Uh, guys got them playing great. And now they're 3-0 on the road this year. They're 3-0 on the road. Now, as for basketball, the record for threes made in the game at Penn State entering the season was fifteen. They have made 18 and 16 in the first two games. They have 102 points off of threes. 102 off of threes. That's amazing. It's been fun, too. I know it's Loyola, and Winthrop's not bad, and, and you know Loyola. But... Let me bring up one subtle coaching point where it's been a lot of fun to be around a mind like Micah Shrewsbury. He's talking in the postgame show with Dick and me. And he started talking about Andrew Funk. Now, who's the player on the floor that knows Loyola better than Andrew Funk? Right? Absolutely. Conversely, what player does Loyola know better than anybody else? There you go. Okay. Okay. Which player last year twice torched Loyola? <laughs> that would be one Andrew Funk. Okay. You know what they did last night? They used him as a decoy all night.
1: Ah, okay. See, I didn't get a chance to watch last night. I only saw the box score, and that had me scratching my head a little bit. But that makes a lot of sense. That's really... That's second-level coaching right there.
0: I mean, I'm sorry. most I'm telling you, a lot of coaches do not think that way. A lot don't. He puts a lot of thought into, because he's very big on matchups, huge. You ever see the movie The Waterboy? Heard of it. There's a point where they have to have an onside kick. And the kicker's looking over saying, "Okay, which one's my guy?" right And of course, he looks over at the guy that's shaking his hands like crazy.' <laughs> He's like he said, "That's my guy." <laughs> I asked him one time I, last year I said, "You know I said, when it comes to matchups, I said, I said, "How difficult are the choices sometimes as to which which is a, which is the matchup you want to exploit?" And he says, "Steve, sometimes it just stands out right in front of you, <laughs> but that's what he does." and last night he talked to Dick and me about that and he said look he said we decided to decoy him because we thought that they thought that this is the guy you know that hurt us so much and he's going to try and hurt us again and so that's what we did and it opened up the floor for everybody else that's pretty good that's really good
1: but showing you the kind of player Andrew Funk is, it's not just a shooter. He works hard. He gets boards, and he got the boards last night, especially on the offensive end, from what I saw. Oh, he's a no. He's a good
0: player. I like I like being around Andrew. I like him a lot. Um, uh, really like him a lot. So it's supposed to stop raining here, and we might have a brief shower. And, it, and up until nine o'clock tonight, it's not going to rain here then from 9 o'clock tonight until 3 a.m. rain, after 3 a.m., there might be a passing shower, and that's it. And I mean a passing shower. So it's going to stop raining here about 3 this morning. So if you're thinking about going to the game, you're wondering about parking lots, about the place drying out, anything like that. Although every time I mention drying out, right, you know, the suit kind of perks up a little bit. You know, I, I F-O-U-L-E-D, uh, that spells foul. Uh, uh, Kevin, that's not what I mean. <laughs> it's a weather term. <laughs> so it's supposed to stop raining here about nine tonight. Then the next band comes in, and it's going to rain between nine and about three, and then it stops. Yeah. Maybe a passing shower about six in the morning, maybe one at one in the afternoon, and that's it. Now the wind's going to pick up, and I'll say this. Bring the right jacket to the game tomorrow. Because the wind's going to pick up some on the backside of this storm, and the wind chills at the end of the game are going to be in the mid 30s. Okay? Right, they're talking about wind chills here um, at 7, at 35, 33, 32, and 30. Those will be the wind chills at 7, 8, 9, and 10, respectively. Okay? So I just want to make sure that I feel like a dad here. Make sure you're properly dressed. The <laughs> there you man. go. But I'm gonna. Uh, how did Seals Grow do last night?
1: It was a 35-7 loss.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: But they definitely came to play. They they held. It was only 14-0 at the half. Okay. The defense that... really came to play. Slowed up. I think they only held Jersey Shore to 112 yards of total offense in that first half. And then yeah. there was Jersey Shore won because you know they're Jersey Shore and they've been dominant. But Seelands Grove game, a good game last night, despite Look, the score.
0: Let me give you an old um, an old story. and In that old story, um, Steve Lapis was coaching against LaSalle. In LaSalle, I think they had. Lionel Simmons and guys like that. And they, they just clobbered Villanova, clobbered him. A couple of years later, Villanova clobbered LaSalle. They said, they asked Steve Lapis after the game, he said, you know, you know, what did you change in your approach to playing LaSalle? And he said, same plays, different players. Okay. I think we just summed up last night's game. I think I just summed up almost every game that's played. Pretty much, yeah. That's why you're willing to pay $9 billion for Aaron Judge. Right. Despite the fact he's going to be riddled with twinges during every year of the contract. You don't want to hear that, Dave.
1: Listen, if it happens, it happens. I just just want him signed.
0: Even if he's just sitting there?
1: I'd rather it be in a Yankee uniform than (laughs) a San Francisco Giants uniform.
0: Let's see. Major League Baseball rumors. Mets interested in Mike Conforto. Yankees, I knew outfielder. Let's see. Who is it? They're interested in an Aaron Judge compliment. Who could that be? Yankees are looking into outfielder Masataka Yoshida.
1: Yes, I did see this. Wow. Yeah, another guy from Japan.
0: Lefty swinger who hits for average gets on base and power too. He had 336 with 28 doubles, 21 home runs, 89 knocked in in a ballpark where the right field fence was 212 feet. I I don't think that's good either. No. That's even shorter than Yankee Stadium. No, Senor! No, Senor! No, Senor! Just joking. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back more in a moment. Great to have you with us today on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet.
1: Mm, mm.
2: When car repairs get difficult, well, I I just don't know. Um, Me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors
0: practicing your commencement speech for when Luke finally graduates <laughs> uh yeah let's go with that oh Lord <laughs> I mean no offense that's gonna be a process uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, really I mean you, you can't get through school singing the Eagles song you just can't do it what if the teacher is an Eagles fan? Then we're good. What, well, that that now gets it down to like 2% of the total population. You've got a problem. <laughs> I mean, also the fact that he can count 1 to 10 but misses a couple of numbers, that's that doesn't help either. <laughs> well, we, we, We're working on that we we'll keep working. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. This will be an entertaining half hour. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Micro Brews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and not every day. Pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All our Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Summery, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Summery Motors studio, Summery Motors. We're Street and Summery, Summery Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Humble's Wharf Online, at Summarymotors.com. Alex Cazora joins us, long, long-time friend of Matt Cotrillo's. Alex, welcome.
2: Hey, don't remind me, Steve, of how long I've known Catrillo. I should get some some All compensation for that. Get I mean, the lingerie you? on the deck.
0: Call the janitor. Were you in the wedding party?
2: I was. Yeah, I, it was a nice wedding. I'm not going to be too mean to Catrillo today. I'll try to be nice but, on this Friday. Who, yeah, it was a great wedding.
0: But you were in the wedding party.
2: Yeah, I was. Right, I was there. At Catrillo. It's been yes, a while. you
1: were there. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, who was the best man at the wedding?
1: Well, that was my best hmm. friend Jeff from uh, from high school.
0: Yeah, no, good for Jeff. Finally best man at something. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's kind of a slap at you, Alex, don't you think?
2: No, I was okay with it. I was more than okay to allow someone else to, uh, to be the best man.
0: Oh, okay, good. Okay. As long as, as, long as everything's copacetic. Uh, let's get to the Steelers, even though the stories about Catrillo are more entertaining than watching the Steelers play right now. Um, if you had... When you look at T.J. Watt being out, A, what has the domino effect been, and does he play this weekend?
2: Well, I can answer that second question quicker than the first. Yes, he will play. Watt confirmed that to reporters today. He'll officially be activated off of injured reserve uh, by no later than tomorrow, which will be the deadline for that. So he will play and probably play his usual uh, complement of snaps. The domino effect has been huge. I mean, I can give you just the, the brass tacks on the numbers. In the one game with T.J. Watt this year, week one, the Stibos had seven sacks in these seven games without TJ Watt they had a combined eight sacks. I mean the, the the it's a night and day difference there the one and six this season without TJ Watt and in the domino effect there had been, you know, on third downs you saw the offensive line, the opposing yeah. O line slide to Cam Hayward to take him away, minimize his impact. Pittsburgh in certain games has had the blitz more often, which leaves their secondary more prone to getting beat and losing matchups. The way Pittsburgh has kind of built their defense in the last couple of years has been they actually have blitzed a lot less. And the idea's been yeah. rush four, drop seven in the coverage, still get after the quarterback, protecting yourself in the back end. And that's not been the plan and the recipe this year. The pressure rate has really tanked. The sacks have obviously gone down and that hasn't allowed the defense to play as chaotic and physical and um, creating the splash plays they're accustomed to so uh, Watt's return will be huge it'll simplify this defense it'll allow Pittsburgh to use less people to try to compensate for T.J. Watt they're running so many different personnel groupings and assignments and alignments and things like that to try to make up for the loss of Watt that will really kind of get back, uh, Pittsburgh back to what they do best playing fast playing physical and getting after the quarterback
0: uh, could he be on a pitch count
2: he said no. I mean, you try telling T.J. Watt to come off the field on a third down, you know. So, I mean, there may be a, a, a little element of that given the conditioning uh, aspect, obviously. But I expect Watt to play uh, close to his usual amount
0: okay. of that All right. So, that, I mean, that's a plus. They'll need that. Um, offensively, where has Kenny Pickett progressed and where have there been concerns?
2: Yeah, that progression. I mean, that story's still being written to an extent. I mean, I don't think the moment's been too big for Kenny Pickett, which really isn't a shock. I mean, he's 24 years old. He was a five-year guy at Pitt. He's more mature and advanced than a lot of these underclassmen that typically become first-round picks. And so I think he's been a leader. I think he's kind of been forced into that role, although it's, it's natural to him. But this offense is really dying for people to to, to, to turn, turn towards and, and look towards and try to you know get them through this extremely rough patch. In terms of where he has to work on, I mean, it's a lot of the things we quarterbacks have to deal with. Um, reading things post-snap, whenever that picture changes, when safeties rotate and guys in, in defensive spin coverage, um, working on pocket presence and not trying to bail and, and use your legs too much in wrong situations. And obviously, just overall, very nuts and bolts of football. Too many interceptions, eight picks, only two touchdowns in the three games he's played start to finish they're averaging under nine points per game not going to win many games that way that's not all on him, there's context to some of those issues the interceptions aren't all his fault but bottom line is, you got to put more points on the board got to cut down on the takeaways if you want this offense in the season to try to turn around
0: every once in a while though, Alex you'll see a play where you know it's total inexperience. and I'll go back to the Miami game uh, late in the Miami game he threw an interception and the safety was an eight-year veteran, absolutely, completely baited him into that throw. And that's just, you know, he's experienced and the guy throwing it isn't. I mean, that's one. But that was one where you sat back and went, okay, you're a rookie.
2: 100%. And, and yeah, that was Javon Holland, who's a great safety, that that certainly Pickett was stuck on that, that read to Deontay Johnson through late. And you find out pretty quickly in college, you may get away with throwing late. Not in the NFL, not against a a safety as good as Jabron Holland and paid the price there. So certainly Pickett has to clean some of that stuff up. And again, that's some of that post snap picture. I think Holland rotated down on that play from a deep look to coming down underneath the kind of rob and lurk and, and jump that route. And so being able to adjust to that. Probably one of the bigger things I'm watching And then Pickett just simply has to be better in the red zone This whole team has to be better in the red zone But getting points is is scarce enough Uh, From a quarterback rating perspective He is the worst quarterback in football inside the 20 That of course has to change
0: What does the loss of Chase Claypool through trade mean?
2: I mean, it hurts him to some degree. Obviously, anytime you take one of your starting receivers off the table, but it just, Chase Claypool did not have a fit in this offense. He was drafted to be an outside, vertical, Z type receiver who would win with big plays downfield, really didn't become that guy. Um, He's got the height, weight, speed, but really doesn't separate all that well, tries to win contested. But didn't really play to his size consistently. Pittsburgh this year bumps him inside to the slot to replace Juju schuster Claypool certainly uncomfortable, unnatural there, just wasn't working. So, I mean, he was a you know a big guy that that made a couple of plays, um, had a really strong rookie season, but never really you know was able to build off of that. So, um, I don't know if it hurts this offense too tremendously much. I hopefully there's going to be some emphasis on using the middle of the field more with a guy like Steven Sims who's going to replace. Chase Claypool inside in the slot. Um, Pittsburgh's not done a good job to create yards-after-catch opportunity for Johnson, for Pickens, for Chase Claypool when he was with Pittsburgh. They've not used the middle of the field enough, and that's really been limiting their offense.
0: To be frank with you, I thought the Steelers absolutely fleece the Bears. Yep, They got a second-round second pick for him, and I, I would have offered no more than a sixth. I mean, that's me. I would have offered no more than a sixth. Uh,
2: I I was shocked I was shocked to see a second And and apparently that was the market Green Bay was offering a two Chicago offering a two I mean that is a home run deal For Omar Khan and Andy White
0: No question I totally agree Alex Why Harris Why the struggles with Harris Yeah I know he had an injury In the preseason Okay But that's not the case now Why is he struggling
2: Yeah it's a great question I mean I think I don't want to put all the blame on the injury but it certainly didn't start your sophomore season off on a good note plus he he either aggravated that foot injury or something new in week one against the Bengals and that's kind of been underreported he had a steel plate in his toe or in his shoe for, for a little bit that's now been removed I mean the offensive line has not you know done anyone favors either my guess is and I'm kind of speculating trying to get inside Harris's mind here a little bit he's his own biggest critic he's Um, very self-aware and I think he's just trying to press a little too much and do a little too much. You see that Eagles game, there weren't any holes open for him early, a really miserable first half and then he gets the ball in the second half. He's trying to dance and and make the big play every single time. He's got to be able to hit the single, the double occasionally instead of trying to go for the home run. It's not really his style. So um, he's got to play to his size, play downhill, be more north-south. I think that's just been tough for him because he recognizes how much this run game has struggled and he's trying to bust off that big run and it's really hurting him more than it's helping him.
0: Warren's playing better than he is. Why isn't Warren playing more? Because he's not the first-round pick,
2: you know, and, and the the goal is to try to get Harris back on track. But Warren has certainly increased his role throughout the season, and we'll see what happens coming out of the bye. There's some rumblings and potential you know, rumors that Warren may see an increase amount of snaps. I mean, he's taken over as a third-down back Jalen Warren has for the last month-plus. And so Harris, who was a really strong pass protector last year, hasn't been the case this year. Warren is really shying, but you're right. I think schematically based on the way the Steelers offense is built right now, Warren is the better fit. He's north, south. He's a big bowling ball. He runs hard. He gets what's there and he pushes the pile forward. And that's what this offense needs. So um, Harris either has to play to that style into his frame or else Warren, I think will continue to increase his role and presence in this offense. Just from
0: thirty thousand feet in a personal observation. The Steelers are not a fun team to watch. I mean they're not fun to watch.
2: No, they're miserable. It's it's really bad. I mean there's been bad seasons in the past. You know, twenty nineteen was bad when Ben went down, but that defense yeah. was a lot of fun to watch because it right. was so exactly. elite and really tried to carry the load. Um yep. this this off this offense has just been just absolutely miserable.
0: Yeah no I mean they're not and this game Boy, you know what? They're going to draw a really good rating for it because the Steelers always draw a good rating. But New Orleans and Pittsburgh, Alex, there are not a lot of great matchups in this league. I mean, I, I kind of after the basketball game last night, yeah, five minutes ago, I turned on the Amazon Prime game last night, and I'm like, uh, I mean, Carolina and Atlanta, it really was not. I don't know. Intriguing, fun, any I mean, anything. I, I just feel like the league is is on the fun scale down this year. Yeah, I think
2: you've seen a lot more parody. I mean it's kinda of getting into that it's so bad it's good kind of kind of yeah. metric that we're at with with that game last night. Mariota Throwing from his back for some reason just kind of sums up uh, their season, his play. Yeah. But yeah, with Pittsburgh, I mean, it's been it's been tough. And you, th- I mean, what really sums up the Steelers' season the most is they were going to play next week on Sunday night against the Bengals. They got flexed out. I mean, when did the Steelers wow. ever been flexed out because Pittsburgh was bad? And then the week after, they play the Colts. So it'll be the Colts-Steelers on Monday yeah. night. I mean, you talk about not one that's probably going to do tremendously well ratings-wise, the Pittsburgh generally carries well. But, yeah, you've seen a lot of parity this year. You've seen things be closely contested. I mean, the NFC South, the Saints could, in theory, lose this game, drop to 3-7, and seven, and still be in the mix to win the I NFC know. South, which really sums up how bad that division is. I
0: know. Yeah, no, you're right about that. That's, yeah, um, that's a really good point. Cause, I mean that's di- boy that division's bad.
2: Yeah, Jeez. really bad.
0: I mean, was it Tampa Bay is the leader at what four and five? I think so. That, I mean,
2: the leader in a technical sense. I mean, it's like 2020 when what Washington won the East at seven and nine. That's kind of the feel yeah. this year.
0: Yeah, and then there was that one year Seattle was seven and nine. They ended up getting New Orleans at home, um, and actually won the game. And then went to Chicago and got blasted. Um, um, so, Alex, always great to talk with you. Appreciate your time, your analysis very much. Thank you, guys. Take care. Alex Kazora joining us. Uh, I don't know. Um, some of the games are are good. Now, it's one of the – it was interesting listening – because I did watch the last, I guess game time about four minutes, three and a half, four minutes of the game last night between Atlanta and Carolina. And Mariota did lead a drive downfield. Now it's a one-score game, but of course, what does Atlanta do? They miss the extra point. You got to be kidding me, really. Um, and then they never got close after that. They had one more last chance, and they got a four and out, and they, had, they actually went backwards on the play. Okay. Or on the series. And Al Michaels was promoting the future games coming up on Thursday Night Football, and to be honest with you, the future games on Thursday Night Football are better matchups. And you could hear it in his voice almost like it's about time we're going to get some good matchups. I mean, because and it's not just Thursday night everywhere you turn with the n f l it just feels like yeah, you got the game in Munich, Seattle, and Tampa Bay at nine thirty in the morning coming up on Sunday. Do you have any interest in that game um not really, no, no, <laughs> I don't yeah.
1: Well, for me, I just think the whole NFL overseas, London, now Munich product is, is is dumb. But that's a different conversation.
0: I mean, look, I know what they're trying to do. I know they're trying to do, sell more jerseys overseas and things like that because they're not putting any expansion team over there. It, it, it makes no sense at all. You know, you're you're having teams struggling enough as it is going back and forth the one time they have to do it. So why are you going to put an expansion team there and then make them do it? That doesn't make any sense. And, but, you know, they're doing it, you know, to increase international interest. And, you know, why don't you take care of interest here first? How about that? How do you take care of interest here? Uh, I mean, they've got a problem with the product right now. The product is dull at the moment. And this is after having a product that I thought for the last five years was really entertaining. So, please, this is not me like, oh, yeah, get off my lawn. No, 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 no. I thought the NFL was fun, entertaining, wide open, flamboyant. I really liked watching the NFL the last five years. This year has been, it's been a real struggle. I mean, it's 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 dull. Now, and, and if you're an Eagles fan, you're like, oh, come on. And I understand because your team's 8-0. I understand that. But I'm just talking like I I probably have a better thirty five thousand foot level than that because, I mean, I'm not an Eagles fan. So I really, you know, it's nice that they're winning. It's a great story in the whole thing. But it doesn't um, have any effect on what I personally think about the league. But I'm an Eagles fan, like, oh, the league's great. Look, I ain't worried. No, I, I got that. That's that's not where I'm coming from. I'm looking at it as, in general, from 30,000 feet, I think it has been dull. Oh, I totally get it. And that's
1: coming from an Eagles fan. I, I think it's there's like a handful of teams that are fun to watch. The Eagles and the, the Bills and the Chiefs to some extent, although they're not as great as they once were a few years ago. That's it.
0: In San Francisco,
1: and maybe. In San Francisco, is going to get better. I think.
0: Well, but you know, as but, long as McCaffrey with, stays healthy, they got McCaffrey, but Debo Samuel's electric. Yeah. Uh, so every time he touches the ball, you feel like, hey, well, this could go a long way. But that's not that um,
1: many teams. That's that's four teams out of thirty. No, that's not good.
0: That's it, not that's not good. And the Bills. Who knows what with Josh Allen? I don't think he's playing this week. I mean. I'm just guessing, but you know, he hasn't practiced in a couple of days. I mean a UCL is not I mean that's not a great injury for anybody that throws. I don't know. You know, it's it's a year where where you know, like Brady technically is playing fine. But, Brady, you know, everything's like dump off, dump off, dump off. It's not, you know, not getting any big plays, but that's the really most of the league is. Rodgers isn't playing well. I mean, they're not really. I don't know. I'll tell you, he's an interesting guy to watch moving forward. Um, is going to be Justin Fields with the Bears. It looks like he's starting to get it out there. And that could be intriguing. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Kenny Pickett's not intriguing. He's not. Hurts uh, Hertz is. Hurts is fun to watch. Believe it or not, the Washington quarterback. I like Taylor Heineke. He's not a big name. He's not a star or anything like that. But I think he's kind of a fun guy to watch. But you didn't want to hear that. No, you're right. Not, I mean, he
1: he I'm, he has me worried somewhat for Monday night for I'm the not, Eagles.
0: I'm not worried at all about it, um <laughs> in fact i'm in fact, I'm not even gonna see a minute of that game, I don't think yeah, no you'll be you'll be a little busy that night, yeah, we're on at eight that night, and uh, our game's at 8.30. thirty oh i'm I'm not gonna be even home till quarter after eleven, maybe, and I'm gonna have to get up early because i'm gonna I may have to do the pregame with james early very early on Tuesday morning, so all right. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay. They're Dread for three. Gone. It solves that problem. That's six made threes after a school record 18. They're on pace for 18 again tonight. All right, DK at the elbow. DK backdoor cut Alexander. Kicks it off. Stolen by Pickett. Winter. Winter ahead of the pack. Lays it up and in. Good night. Three. Pickett in the lane. Kicks it off to Jai slam dunk. An exclamation point for his first career double figure game. I can't even get into the brilliance of all that. Did you want me to say Kevin Jai saw what I saw? No. Wrong approach. No. When does uh, Shickalemi start its basketball season, by the way? Uh, First weekend of December? I, I think he quit. No, I'm
1: here. Sorry. On the other line.
0: more important than this show.